Welcome to the Straight Cut. I am Aaron. And this is Mark. And we are joining you tonight in the Members Lounge at Weston Cigars in Little Rock, Arkansas. How are you doing tonight, Mark? Uh, I'm hanging in there. How are you doing? Um, yeah, yeah, you know, fair to Midland. Fair to Midland. Melancholy. That's a... Yeah. But I'm a lot happier now. Me too. Because we now have one of our... You know, I will, I will say the who we're about to have on, we have met and become friends with because of all the shit that's been going on in yep. the world right now, yep. because of COVID and all that kind of stuff. We have become more online with virtual herfs, with yep. other parts of the cigar community out there. Yep. And tonight we have Kevin that we've met on the Discord that we talk about so many times. We actually had the album was from him this past week. Yep. So tonight on our show, we have Kevin. How you doing? Hey, how's it going, guys? A uh, pleasure to be up here or on here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you're all the way up in New York City. New York City? <laughs> I have a friend who's from New York City. <laughs> yep, from the big city, born and raised. Nice, nice. So you uh, you are, uh, so you work uh, in New York City, obviously, downtown. I mean, you're like, you're like in, you're in New York City. You're not, you know, we... Like when you're in Chicago, a lot of people say they're from Chicago, but they're really in Joliet. So you're, but you're nope. in, you're in New York City. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I work about ten minutes walking distance away from the New World Trade Center. I used to work right in the heart of Pine Square, next to uh, the Port Authority bus terminal, like right across the street from it. Wow. So that my this is basically my whole life. Have you always lived in New York City? Uh, not in the city. So I act, I was born in downtown house hospital. Uh, I grew up uh, and I was growing up in Queens majority of my lifetime. Uh, is this little cul-de-sac called College Point, and from there, basically my junior high, junior high school, high school, and then at the end of high school, I started. Easing my way into back into the city, basically. Cool, cool. Well, we're going to get all into your history and your online presence, and we're going to hit the the please mic hit, stand please repeatedly. Um, <laughs> um, but let's start out with the uh, scars we're smoking. Uh, this is my turn this week to bring us back on schedule. So um, <laughs> I, I know uh, Kevin and I are smoking the Martinez Forty Five. What are you smoking? I'm smoking the Martinez uh, Flatiron. You know, we, we figured you know since you're up in New York City, we want to have a New York City cigar. Yep. Um, you know, you've actually been to the Martinez factory, so you can tell us all about that uh, here oh, shortly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're smoking the uh, the Martinez again, and uh, you two are smoking the Forty Five. It is. Are you both smoking the the San Andreas, the Maduro? I am not. I am smoking the Natural. Okay. What about you? I got the Maduro and Robusto size. Cool. Yeah. So we're all smoking something different. That's I like that. That's cool. I am smoking uh, in uh, the uh, in the Tor Torpito size. I believe. And that's the Habano. I <clears throat> know yeah, it's Habano. Yeah, Habano. Yeah, it's yeah. the non Maduro. Cool. So I'm and I'm smoking the uh, flat iron, uh, the Maduro again. So it's the Brazilian wrapper. Yep. So yep. it's. Uh, it's really, really good. <laughs> yeah, it is. So that's cool. We're going to have three different takes on three different cigars, but all right. th- from the same No cheating place. off yeah. of each. Uh, you know, there's flavor yeah. nuts tonight. <laughs> I know Kevin's got a really refined uh, palate, so I, I will still probably cheat off his. So you just steal his notes. Yeah. I'm getting creamy notes of whatever the hell Ke- Kevin's getting. <laughs> 
Um, cause I know, cause we smoke, um, online a couple, three, four times a week. I mean, it's been a lot that we're online. I mean, it's, it's, it's ironic cause you refer to it as a silver lining, mm-hmm. but, um, I it's one of the highlights of my week is sitting with you and JJ and Greg and Adrian mm-hmm. and a lot of those guys. And just at the end of the day, just lighting up something and um, talking about the world or nothing at all, or what we're smoking or whiskey or whatever, um, or why you're getting shelled. Cause you, there was a, there was a couple weeks there you're getting pretty good and shelled, but it's it's fun to just sit and chat. It's kind of like being at the scar shop, but it's late at night and you're on Zoom. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I feel like it's easier to count how many times I miss the virtual herb than the amount of times I've been on it. Yep. Yeah. And I'm I'm on the virtual herb a few times, not nearly as much as as Mark. You're. I do a lot of the disc on the ty- on the typing side because it's easier for me to do that. But sure. uh, you know, you're the sexy one of the uh, the two of us, so you have to have your pretty face out there and uh, absolutely make your presence known. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> when you're sexy, you're sexy. Yeah. You, you you bring all the boys to the milkshake or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> your milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, yeah. right? I mean, I think it's a rap reference, right? Well, I, rap I, is pushing it. Okay. I don't actually even, I'm not sure I've heard the song, but I know that I think that's the reference. So how long have you been a cigar fan? So I always, it, it's always, uh, I was always interested in it. Like back in, as just a little kid, I, I would watch these MGM cartoons and, you know, you'll always see the, joke stick where they help you light it and then explode explode on you and then growing up you'll see these gangster movies and just every almost every other character has a cigar in their mouth and whatnot and then you had Arnold Schwarzenegger so I was always intrigued about it but I didn't really like pull any trigger or anything like that I was all most of my lifetime I was anti-smoking like I was that kid yeah yeah it's like our, our generation is like where, you know, cigars and media has stopped because even now, like the Looney Tunes are back on like HBO now or something. And they've digitally erased all the like cigars and cigarettes and I know the new one. I hadn't heard that they did all the cigars and cigarettes, but I know they did all the guns. Yeah. They did it with the, with, with cigars and stuff too. So yeah, like, I mean, I mean, Arnold in every movie has a cigar in his mouth or, you know, whoever as Stallone too. And I feel like there's a maid joke somewhere in there with uh, Arnold. No, a maid. (laughs) See, Kevin gets me. That's why we hang out. (laughs) He had sex with his maid and, Oh, man. You didn't hear this? No. Wow. Well, me and Arnold aren't tight, so. It was, there's an off chance that was in the news. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, moving along. So, um, so what was your first cigar? Do you remember what your first cigar was? Um, first one, no. But the first one I remember would be the Romeo and Julieta 1875. Okay. Because okay. it's just that one brand even though it's not Cuban, like the Cuban version of it, it's just that one brand that everyone knows of and thinking that that's it. That's the top of the line, you know? Yeah. Yep. 
And you know, when I first started, I, I thought I was, I was, I was the shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, little, little I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you. Uh, so, I mean, you're a fairly young guy. What, early thirties, late late twenties? Uh, yeah, I'm the yeah. No, um, I'm turning thirty two in October. Okay. So, I I'm definitely a much younger crowd and a, one of the younger one in the Discord chat. Yeah, yeah, you are. There's probably a couple. Of your yes, you are. So when did I mean? Did you start in twenty one? How long? How 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 many years have you smoked? I mean, you're so, a very, you do have a very mature palate. Thank you. Uh, well, the palate comes from uh, my love for food. To be honest, like I love food through, like ever since I, I could remember how to walk, basically. Uh, so I I like to go travel and experience different cuisines from you know just different things same dish from different people it'll, it'll be a different experience also but for cigar wise i started on and off smoking like about six years ago okay. but that's just like you know like lighting up uh, a monte cristo Romeo julieta once in a blue moon to celebrate and stuff like that or just hang out with friends but i've been consciously smoking for uh, the past three years okay yeah. yeah, I mean, and for as, I guess, which we'll dive into later on in the show of how, of what you do with the cigar industry. Yeah, you've, you know, for only being smoking for three years, yeah, you have a, you know, you have a refined palate. We've seen the stuff you've posted. We've read your reviews. We've seen everything else. So it's nice to see, you know, the, you know, whenever you first joined on, it was me and Steve who were, you know, younger. And you said, you know, yeah. we're young, young guys in old man's game. And, but like, we're starting to see younger and younger crowds especially i mean even here at our shop you know we're having younger younger demographic we got you know hell we did a show with all the all the young you know young, our young friends yeah in general so yeah well jj and i are saying get off of our lawn <laughs> yes. yeah there's a, there's a good we we average out to like 40 we <laughs> between like us four it is strange because we have um, on the Discord chat, there's a wide range of ages, but it is a pretty tight group of people who. It's a pretty tight group, yeah. right? And it's different, oh, yeah. different vocations. You know, it's different parts of the country. I mean, JJ's from Kentucky. You're from New York City. Adrian's from LA. Greg's down Texas. You know, obviously, we're from uh, the great state of Arkansas. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we have a lot of. Um, you know, we have uh, Chicago with, you know, with Jake. The, yep, with Jake. And uh, there's a lot of different people who, uh, you know, obviously the LCC guys are from, from Phoenix uh, or from Arizona. I guess they're from Sedona. So you have a lot of different people from a lot of different areas. But it's such a cool group. I mean, the, you know, I don't know. We've said this. When COVID stops, I don't know that I stopped doing that. No, I mean, yeah, I'm, it's still going to be just a weekly routine. Um, you know, I, if not a daily routine, you know, like I said, I'm not on the, I'm not on the, uh, virtual earth all the time, but I, I kind of resonate that to the weekends, yeah. but you know, on the, on the actual chat itself. Yeah. It's damn near every day. I don't, yeah. I, I don't think I got on today, uh, yet, but, uh, but everything else. Yeah. It's, it's the Art. same. Mario and Charlie from Canada. And I know, yeah. um, oh, yeah. Kevin, you and Mario were laying down together on Friday night, which oh. was a nice oh. picture on the discord. 
That's what somebody, I don't know who does that. Somebody photoshops because there'll be somebody like chilling and they get somebody else chilling and then it ends up like being Kevin. Eh, it looks like they're laying down together. Oh, so has it changed between you and JJ? To- it was JJ and Kevin initially and then Friday night it was Mario because Mario was reclining. So. Yeah, I kind of, the, sec- the second I realized that happening, I was trying to get up as fast as I can, like sit up and uh, I was too late. But uh, Greg. Shit. Yeah, Greg was Greg is the culprit here. Is it Greg? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it he'll, is. he'll a, do it. It's like a fraternity. We're we're just everybody rags on everybody. Oh, they do. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. but you know, he- <laughs> what was it? A couple weeks ago, we were talking the difference between uh, Judaism and Christianity for like an hour on on the hearth with Greg, who's a who's a Catholic um, deacon, deacon and. Um, and Ben, who's really big in uh, in the Jewish faith, and you're just going, well, this was in the herf, a virtual hearth world. It was a pretty damn deep conversation yeah. for an hour. And you just go, wow. Yeah, I mean, you had an hour. I feel and like a, I was taking notes. An hour and a half of notes. theology class. Right. It was great. So, and like you said, made a ton of friends. So we always ask this question. So we're going to ask this question of you. Um, you've had time to prepare. So what's the most meaningful cigar in that? three to six year frame, what's the most meaningful cigar, whether it be the, the cigar itself or the, the company you smoked it in or the, the time that you smoked it in, you've heard all of, uh, you know, a bunch of answers, but yeah, I actually have two for two examples for this one. Good. Cause one of them is my surrounding and the second one will be like, well, I get it. You know? So the first one was towards the beginning of my, three year of conscious smoking. We, <clears throat> it was a bachelor party in Miami and I was a cigar guy already at the time. So I bought on like cigar international, one of those pole boy, like bundle, like 30 or 50 cigars for like <laughs> under a hundred dollars or whatnot. So I bought it there and it was one of uh, the last evening. It was just me, the bachelor, and like all of his friends and whatnot, we were just hanging out in front of the the place that we're staying. It's, it's, uh, I can only call it a place because it was not a hotel or you know, any livable condition, but it was still fun. <laughs> and we had mixed drinks just in the front lawn. Everybody had a cigar and just kind of like reminiscing on the trip and uh, guests are expecting what to come for the last evening, basically. And that was a really like, uh, a really solid experience I had. Like a memorable. Sounds cool. Yeah. And the second one actually happened uh, last year, beginning, or sort of beginning of last year. Uh, it was at a uh, Fine Tobacco NYC event where they launched the Viva La Vida. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So at that event, like prior to that, I was already like, trying to uh, train my palate and everything. But at that event, with the second I cut this cigar and light it up, I was like, whoa, like. Damn straight. So you, 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 you got that uh, no cigar early on then. Yeah, it was March of ninth, uh, 2019. That was the event. Uh, what what, what kind of like made me conscious about that brand? It was prior to the launch, Matthias, who was the founder of uh, Fine Tobacco NYC, he actually did a review for the cigar like a month prior 
And I always had this one thing about like Jester. I just love the idea, the character of a Jester. Yeah. So I was just reading up on it. And the more I read, the more intrigued I was. But I couldn't find it anywhere else until I realized it was they haven't released it yet. And when I saw the invitation for this event, I jumped on it. I bought like two extra tickets just make sure, uh, in case someone else wanted to join me, basically. Yeah. And after lighting it up, well, like, the rest of the night was a blur because I get I met Billy and Gus. Uh, I was just, you know, just kind of hanging out just like another night, basically, with talking to all the guys and girls there and with the live band that was seeing Frank Sinatra. Sweet. Yeah, that's yeah. Billy and Gus are very cool guys. Uh, some of the nicest guys. Oh, yeah. Couple of virtual herfs with them, and they are funny and they are passionate. And their cigar is amazing. We're already we're, we're already sold out. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, wow. <laughs> so what's what's cool? You know, kind of jump onto that subject. You know, lately they've been doing like a like on Tuesdays or Wednesdays they've been doing like a uh, like a Q and A with a shop kind of thing with somebody who, ever, who has a product. Like I think last week they did a couple of Sisters of the Leaf, and no. Uh, Couple of weeks before then, they did uh, scallywags and everything. Nice. Um, uh, that well, I don't know who does their Instagram. Either Billy or Gus reached out to me since West End covers or has their cigar now. They want to do a West End uh, Q and A thing. That's going to happen oh, in cool. a couple of weeks. You guys should have their cigars. So we, oh, yeah. I mean, seriously, they, we sold them all in like a week. Yeah. So we got to get more more in, but yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be cool because we're gonna would, we're gonna be on that partial credit for that. Yeah, that's a kick ass cigar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's like let's like selling uh, water in the desert. That's oh, not yeah. that yeah, impressive, it's, it's right? Super easy to do, <laughs> right? Right. So it's not selling nice Eskimos. So one of the things that I really enjoy about our virtual herfs is is um, the fact that you have a love of boutiques like I do you um, and you have an understanding of boutiques. That's even much broader than me. So, uh, you know, one of the questions, and this is where I'd like to actually spend some time because you've, you have an expansive sort of area of knowledge here. This is, you know, it's rare that I bring up a cigar that I know about and you don't already know about it. You and I, and when we start in JJ and we start talking about if you smoke this and you smoke that, it's rare that yeah. one of us doesn't know it, have it in our humidor and, and cover it. But cover your palate for us. What do you like to smoke? I know you smoke the rainbow. But what do you like? If you're go, I give you one cigar to smoke today. What are you smoking? Um. Wow. Um. It's really about how what what I feel like. To be honest, like. Some people will <clears throat> take out, uh, pick out a couple of them for the weekend. Will only go to that travel humidor they picked out. I, on more of a psychotic side, I will leave that to the last minute and just go through every single tub of door and uh, and wine door that I have at home, just trying to see what I feel like at that moment. Um, but like you said, I smoke as many boutique as I can and it's really rare occasion minus two or three other cigars that I kind of smoke it again. I usually smoke something I've never tried before, just trying to um, expand my palate or my experience with them. But uh, 
to be honest, Viva La Vida will be one of my go-to, as well as the Stolen Throne, uh, Crook of the Crown. Ooh, yeah. And any day, Roma Craft, Saka, Viaje, Tatuajes, I will, like, hands down that day. Yeah, however, yeah. However, I recently got a mail bomb from uh, Nigel, oh, and nice. he—he's the Godfather. He's the Don of Boutique. I swear yes. to God, oh. he, he sent me. I think he sent me. It was like eight or seven or eight cigars. I've only heard of, never experienced, heard of like two, and the rest of it, I—I I never even seen anything like it before. <laughs> Nigel is, besides the fact that he looks like one hell of a cook, because mm-hmm. he, he flashes up stuff and you go, wow, okay. He um, is always smoking something different every night, and it is always boutique. Yeah, you want to talk about ex- expansive palate. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a cool And all his gadget, and his gadget, his, his uh, yeah. collection of uh, ashtrays and cutters and lighters. And oh, his black ashtray is the coolest ashtray I've ever seen. I, I don't yeah. know if I've seen the. Is that the one with the cross hatch? No, what's no, the that's the one, one with like the ha- the half skull dead in the. Oh center. yeah, I've seen that one. That one's cool. Because you have the cross hatch one, like he has. Yes, yeah, I, that's actually where I texted him. I'm like, dude, where did you get that from? And that's he, a cool looking. And he sent me the link to it. I'm like, oh, this thing's awesome. Yeah, he's a cool dude. <laughs> It's um, that that Discord channel is just a weird uh, mix of guys who are totally into everything about cigars. It's a it's a it's a vast batch of knowledge through it is. everything. Oh no! And then like when some weird one off Purple Rain seven hundred dollar a stick cigar comes out, um, you have you have fifty guys who are just fighting over it, just going nuts. It's like unicorn alert, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you do you, do you have? I mean, I, I, you know, obviously, I'm not as big of a Yahe fan, but the rest of that well, stuff's right there. But we we spoke a lot of this stuff, and Aaron's giving me the dirty look now because you said Viaje wrong. I said Viaje wrong. You said every word in the English language wrong. I say Viaje <laughs> wrong, and then I get judged. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um. Uh. But I know you. So what, what do you, what do you, I mean, do you have, you have a particular, you know, you, uh, San Andreas, you know, do you, any rap relief or you just, you just like it all. I, I, I tend to like it all actually. Um, including forms. Yeah. That, that one didn't hit home <laughs> at all for me. Um, I did a blind review recently and wow. It was great, uh, like the cutting, the smell of the wrapper, the smell of the filter, uh, the filler. It was great until I lit it. <laughs> then it was downhill all the way, unfortunately. Okay. okay. Well, I'm sure it just wasn't aged properly. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, that's it. So, <laughs> so what what kind of uh, uh, you know, like you said, Crook of the Crown, but what kind of uh, boutiques are you smoking recently that are really got you excited? Um. Okay. Let's see. Um, so just a couple of days ago, actually, I smoked a Viaje, uh, farmhand Andre Zombie, oh. uh, Maduro. Uh, that was a very, very, um, the zombie treat. line is so good, is it? Yeah. But overall, if we're just sticking with the Viaje line, I like 
the holiday blend the best. It's like it's literally like all the holiday sides between stuffings and the cranberry sauce and stuff in one smoke. Yeah. yeah. So it it tastes like cranberry sauce. Yeah. Well, it's, and they have the uh, they have the dark meat and, and the gravy. light meat. I mean, it's. I mean, the dark meat is when when you when you can find it. That dark yeah. meat is ridiculous. It's so good. Yeah, man. Yep. Making me jealous. <laughs> I think I only have like one or two left in my humidor. <laughs> I don't want to smoke it. See, every every time Viaje comes out with something new, like I don't buy just like a fiver. I buy a whole damn box just because I'm I'm that much of a fan. I'm trying boy. to figure out if I'd like to smoke <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> okay. I've not smoked Never. a lot of Viajes. I've smoked the Johnny because um, you and Steve talked so much about it, and it was it was nice enough. I smoked some of the Super Shots. They were good. I just got the uh, the Birthday Blend. It is by far the spiciest cigar I've ever had in my life. Is Ooh. that like an IPA hoppy tech contest? Is it at some point <laughs> you get too spicy? I mean, honestly, it was on the verge of too spicy, but it was also raw so i'm gonna let them sit yeah for a bit um but yeah like ipa beers, it was hot it, i mean it was hot when when ipa beers got hot because i like ipas a lot mm-hmm. but when they got to be the thing right yeah and a lot of those west coast people and i'm saying that derogatorily <laughs> um in this context they they just they just poured hops into that beer and you just go medicine isn't that yeah Yeah. they go well isn't that it can you really taste the hops and i go that's it's all you taste right too much hops (laughs) it's it's a balance (laughs) thing because an ipa you already get a lot of hops and they're going well this is triple hopped and i'm going whoa whoa, whoa, there was plenty of hops before right that's the point yeah so um that's why i wondered about the spice I, I tell you what, the crook of the crown, though. I, I don't oh, want to let that slide. I, another good San Andreas. I bought a bundle of those, rapper. and they got them back in at LCC, and I'm uh, I'm pulling the trigger on another bundle of those. It has oh, become yeah. my go-to. Like on Tuesday night, I get one cigar after like uh, a crushing day, and it's just such a creamy, beautiful smoke, rich, and it smokes beautifully, although um, <laughs> I have it in my over-humidified humidor. Humidor. <laughs> Uh, it's trouble getting it light, but once you get the thing lit, it's so beautiful. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you like San Andreas, I mean, that's on the short list of San Andreas cigars. Oh, you look at that thing, too, though. Uh-huh. I mean, oh, you want to talk about a chocolate bar. That thing looks like like you want to eat it. Yeah. Right, yeah. but you don't because yeah. that's tobacco. You don't eat tobacco. You smoke it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pussy. Right. That's Mr. Pussy to you. Show a little respect to your olders. <laughs> So, uh, so one of our newest questions we've got is, yep. uh, what do cigars mean to you? Mm. Well, it's very subjective, but there's, two, there's a two parts to it. I don't know what's up with me at two parts today, but, um, first is I, I fell in love, not just with the cigar, but with the community, the camaraderie of like just the culture of the cigar yeah. from like the act of cutting and smoking it and tasting it to you able to sit down, either be by yourself or be with strangers at a lounge and you just kind of strike up a conversation. It's, it's very like, how should I say this? It's very like 
uh, wholesome, you know? Yeah. Like there's no, there's no bad blood. Like there, there will be a lot of other, um, events or not events. I should say a lot of other hobbies where people say, yeah, we're like family. Uh, you know, there's no bad blood, there's no this, but there's always this sort of competition and eventually one person screwing over another. Yeah. Whereas over here is just, oh, what are you smoking? And that's how you strike up a conversation and then it could lead up to anywhere. Yeah. But also, uh, I got to have to go back to Matthias who wrote an article about smoking cigar is probably the only thing where you, you can do to actually have a, a decent conversation with uh, someone, uh, like sitting down, having a cup of drink, or like and smoking and just having a decent conversation. Whereas people say you could do that in a bar, but either you're drinking too much, become belligerent eventually, or the music is way too loud for you to enjoy the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. If you're go to dinner, you're enjoying each other's company, but there's that distraction of food. Uh, if, if you go to like a good restaurant, if you go to a bad restaurant, then there's also the distraction of bad food. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So a cigar is like one of the few, if not the only niche that you could just kind of sit down, enjoy and actually have a decent conversation or just keep things to yourself and kind of like, unwind for the day or for the week yeah and it's one of the i mean it's one of the only like um collection of people where their generosity is actually true um yeah you know like i mean like you just said you just got you you got bombed by nigel i mean there's not many other you know you know clubs or groups or you know just anything that people generally just give their stuff away just because they're like, I enjoy this here. You, maybe you will enjoy this as well. Yeah. And they don't expect anything back. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah that's thing. But, but yeah. it's, but it's one of those un, unwritten rules where like you're going to send something back and you have to try to one up what you just oh, yeah. got. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so then it just becomes an, an, a never ending cycle of, True. of just like, Holy crap. I got more stuff. Now I got to like up this. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's a lot of fun. I've enjoyed this. I hope you do as well, right? So it's yes. it's given from a spot of I I enjoyed this. I hope you do as well. So it's given from the right spot. So, yeah. um, yeah, it was. It's it's a it's a it is a very cool club, you know. And sometimes you discuss deep things, but a lot of times you're just sitting there and relaxing, right? We were, um, and and just sitting together and and. Uh, you know, that fellowship of being together, right? I definitely, it, I definitely feel it, that too. Oh yeah. And it becomes really personal. Like eventually you feel like I'm closer to you guys than to my actual friend, some of my actual friend that's yeah. physically, uh, physically here or in my radius. Yeah. yeah I do too. That's yeah. strange. And you know, I was thinking, <laughs> cause we were on Friday night where Greg and I were talking, going back and forth about some stuff. Um, and, uh, I, uh, him and I were sharing about, we were having a really deep personal conversation and, and bear was in there and we were, JJ was in there and we were all going back and forth. And mm. I thought this is a really deep conversation between guys that three months ago I didn't know existed. Um, and I feel very close to all of them. Right. 
Um, yeah. And not in like a sort of a weird way, but just in a way like these are people who I've grown close to. Yeah. So uh, sort of, and, and, and uh, was sort of like, una- and I'm just this way. I'm unapologetic about that. You know, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm close to those guys. I, you know, I'm, I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried about Greg. So you know, we were, we were, you know, we were talking about that. So, yeah. And some some conversation does get a little or very personal that I don't want to repeat, but yeah. it's out of like a good place because they want you to know who they are. Yeah. 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 I mean, it is, it's one of those things where we're scattered all throughout the U S but it'd be no different than if we were all in the same city kind of thing. It just, mm-hmm. it just so happens that our, you know, we, you know, me and Mark have our, our home lounge, but then we also have our virtual lounge yep. where it's the same, you know, it's the same stuff. You know, if, if there, if one of us or anybody is having an issue, it's a way to, you know, vent and to get, you know, get things out, get a different perspective, you know, mm-hmm. because there's, you'll always get, it's always, it's always nice to have uh, you know, somebody else with a clear train of thought can just, yep. you know, make something totally, you know, clear. Yep. Definitely. Absolutely. Cool. Well, I'm making good progress on this Martinez 45. Um, I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying the flat iron again. <laughs> yeah. So what are you getting? I'm going to start with Kevin so that I can steal his flavor notes. What are you getting out of this guy? You're smoking. Oh man, this is amazing. Like at first, when we first cut it, I did a cold draw and it just straight up reminds me of a uh, honey barbecue beef jerky. Like it got that meatiness when you pull. It's great. And you smell the wrappers like honey. And they're like, you, right now I'm smoking it. I'm, Actually, halfway there, I'm a really quick smoker, unfortunately. Me too. Uh, it has a really nice little, like, sweet vanilla. Like, there's vanilla, there's oak. I don't know, there's a couple of other tastes that it, it's familiar, but I can't uh, verbally describe it just yet. It might take me a little bit to think of. Uh, it'll, it'll strike a chord eventually, but it's uh, such a good, like a medium to medium plus smoke with a nice little spice in the retro. And that's the, the Maduro one that you're having? Yes, sir. The 45 series Maduro. And so I think that's a, it's a San Andreas wrapper and I believe Nicaraguan binder and filler. I think. Uh, so Nicaraguan binder. There's five different uh, fillers that they use. They use uh, the Seco, Viso, Ligero leaf, and then Nicaragua leaf. And then there's a, a Dominican leaf and a Cubanito. Okay. Yeah. So there's like five different leaves for the filler. So what about what about yours, Mark? So I'm 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 getting a lot of earthiness out of mine. Um, I'm getting a little wood, surprisingly enough. Well, you um, never get that. No, I know, and a little, <laughs> and, a, and a little spicy. Um, uh, this is the first time I've smoked the. And you said it's a bono. I thought it was natural. Um, those are the three flavors I'm getting. I'm enjoying this um, not as much as I enjoyed the Maduro because I'm a Maduro uh, fan, um, but I'm enjoying this an awful lot. Well, let me just uh, double check to make sure. I'm a little surprised this is Habano. This feels more like just a... Ooh. Yeah. It feels like you're making that up. I don't... 
broad cloth. <laughs> I mean, it might, it might be. You never know. I was I was going to go look it up, but you called on me uh, quicker than I wanted to. <laughs> oh, let me see if I can find on their website. And I want to add, there's a, it's producing a lot of smoke, like just a lot of luscious white or grayish smoke. The rapper is Habano, natural, well, natural Habano. Yeah. Yep. yep. So, and then me, I'm having, which everybody can hear the review because we just did it last week. Yep. I'm having the flat iron Maduro and it's just as lovely this time as it was was last time I love, I always go back and forth between the San Andreas or the Brazilian rapper of what I'm really liking. I, I'm, I know we, we've talked about like when we had with, with Nick Gervais on and everything, like, are you a 45 or you flat iron? I'm, I'm a 45 mainly because I'm more San Andreas rapper than Brazilian, but Brazilian is that one a for me. Yeah. Um, but that 45 well, is, like- is really good. Choosing between two really good cigars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, hell, I mean, if it's one of those things where if you have one in each hand, I'm like, fuck. I don't. I mean, it's just. It'd be like, which one do you want? I'll have the other because you can't go wrong either way. Right. Hundred percent. So you gave me uh, Britney Spears. Yes. Hit me, baby, one more time. Hit me one more time. I love that album. By the way, you should. It's a a classic. Classic is right. Paul Bear, a Little Rock band. and you gave me the album um, Heartless. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually out of they're out of the Northwest now. They've moved. Yeah, yeah. They're and I had to look up doom metal because you said this would be like um, early Sabbath. And yes, um, and and it it actually when I looked up doom metal, it said that in the description of doom metal, this was inspired by early Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So I listened yesterday twice, and I listened today twice with with a listening to black sabbath black sabbath in between the two listenings today <laughs> to catch the inspiration um and i guess i get it um in the fact that um later sabbath was a little faster yeah so um i guess i get that um and uh, the guitar work is uh, intricate metal guitar work um, these guys are very talented. And so I'm going to say some things that are going to sound like I didn't like it. Um, but overall, I'm not really a doom metal fan. Um, I like my metal a little more up tempo. It is. I mean, it's slow. It's <laughs> it melodic. Me to, so for the record, the second listening where I was listening on my, um, on my really expensive speaker, um, there's an off chance I fell asleep, um, <laughs> which should never happen when you're listening to heavy, heavy metal. Um, uh, it's, it's, um, it, it's prog doom metal. And the fact that each song's about 48 minutes, <laughs> they, there are some, it's hard, it's hard to tell when one song starts and one stop song stops. Um, the guitar player is very talented. The, it's, it's well-written stuff. I enjoyed, um, I enjoyed listening to it. Yeah. Hard to pick a song because there's no, it's not, um, it's not poison where, you know, you know, speak dirty to me pops out as a song and then yeah. the next song's different because the songs sound, it's, it's like one rock. Yeah, it's opera. like, I mean, it's, it, it, it could be like one 50 minute song. It is one 50 minute song. I chose heartless. Um, I'm not a doom metal fan. Mm-hmm. So, um, I actually have, 
somebody who works for me who plays in a doom metal band, now that I know, understand what doom metal is, um, it's surprisingly not as doomy as I hoped. Yeah, it's not like death metal, which uh, I'm a little more drawn to, because if you're going to go, go. Okay, I'm going to remember that. <laughs> okay. Um, I like high-energy metal more than I like low-energy metal. Yeah. Um, I'm a big Iron Maiden fan, too, and yeah. some of that stuff. Um, I'm not going to circle back on this album again, largely because um, there's just it, it is it's it is prog metal. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what doom metal is. It is all the things about prog rock that I don't particularly care for, which is long long songs, um, solos with you know these these sort of long winding Grateful Dead esque. Sort of not wrapping it up. You are making me think about what I'm going to give you this week because right. everything you're you're listing off right now, I'm like, shit, that band has that in it. Right. That has that well, in it. Hold on a second. So I'm I'm the biggest yes fan in the world. I like some <laughs> of that stuff. The problem is, um, so like I love yes. One of my favorite bands is yes, and they're as proggy as they get, but they're high energy proggy. So if if it's low energy prog, okay. the problem is. You don't wrap it up, and you bring no energy to me. So, what? What when you put this in that program that you have? What? What else popped up? It, it, I didn't, and okay. I should. That's a. That's. I wonder if they do. I wonder if they're big enough to do. I imagine they would. I, I'd assume so. I, I mean, would assume it would be orchestral uh, funeral music, <laughs> ELO or something. ELO. Um, uh, I will have to do that later. That okay. would be interesting. I very talented. Um, the composition was well written and well played. Um, I'm going to choose Heartless because um, it was the song that jumped out to me the most. Okay. Um, I debated also the final track, which is, and I forget what it was, um, but it started too damn slow. So um, so I was choosing between uh, those two, and I decided on Heartless. Okay. Um, so I would have You could write me down. Which one would you like? Probably one of the earlier tracks. The first, the first one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you gave me Sue Foley, um, a very good blues singer um, who loves playing her pink paisley guitar. Yes, she does. Um, great voice. Um, been around a hot minute. Hot minute. Um, she's from Canada, which surprised yes. me. Yeah, moved to Austin. And then that's like when she really took off, took off. Um, I listened to a couple other songs from her, but the, but the main album they gave me, this one was, uh, uh, where the action is. Yeah. That's where I first found her. Um, so whenever I was listening to this, I'll listen to, I'll listen to it probably four or five times, but every time I listen to it, I wish I was at a CD bar yeah. with a Pabst blue ribbon in my hand while she was playing behind a chicken wire net with a bunch of other hipsters. Yes. Like, yeah, no, I mean, no, that's a it, I, mean, I mean, playing this at my, at my wood shop and then playing it while I'm at uh, Conway or while I was uh, on my balcony, like it was great, but place setting needed to be a little different. I needed like peanut shells on the floor. I needed just like, you know, the, the barmaid who's just like, you know, she's there, but you know, she's single, but she's here for, you know, whatever. Like it it was, this was blues music. Like this is the type of blues that I really, really enjoyed. Um, so it was hard for me to pick what song I wanted because there's a big, you know, 
this album has fast tempo blues, sad blues, blues that was more kind of honky tonk blues. I mean, there was just a little bit of everything. So I went back between like, uh, uh, roll with me, Henry. Um, yeah. stupid girl, stupid girls are great. Super girls. Good. But the one I went, I ended up going with was the one that was the most reminiscent blues to me was uh vertigo blues. Yep. That's my favorite song. Really? Now. Cause it's just such a ripping blues. Song. It does. I mean, she, yeah, she is, I, we listened to this in the, in the car while we're, while we're driving uh Friday and I was like, he has a very distinct, I'm talking, you saying you, you have a very distinct of what you're looking for in a female vocalist, which I've already known that, but one that can just tear on a guitar, yeah. a vocal that has some, she had some strong vocals, great voice too. Um, so this one was, I, I actually really enjoyed this one a lot and I listened Good. to a couple other, not albums, but then it's once the album was over, it went to like, the radio and I just I just kept it on because they they played more songs from her. Well, good. I'm glad that so. one that one connected. She was um, I um, good. I'm glad. Yep, that was a good one. So, I'll I'll that one will be in in my uh, rotation. Cool, 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 cool. She's uh, I have a thing for blues singers. Period. Period. Mm-hmm. And. Big blues singing women, she, although she's a little tiny woman, but yeah, uh, with the big voice, um, she reminded me a lot of Samantha Fish. But yeah. it, it, it was more or less I can see Samantha Fish taking stuff from her yeah. because you know she's been around twenty years longer than Fish has been. Yep, um, yeah, but it was a, uh, it was good. I liked it. Good. I'm glad. So uh, circling back uh, with Kevin, I want to hear about the trip to Martinez Cigars. You had the chance to visit our friend Dave and Martinez Cigars. And Jesus. And Jesus. How did that go? Oh, man. It it was a humbling experience. Like, I've never been to an actual cigar rolling factory, per se. As small as Martinez, where there's just three stations. Each one guy's doing the... Uh, fill in uh, binder. Another guy is doing the uh, wrapper, and last guy was doing the. He was banding the cigar, putting in the cellophane, and then boxing it. And then you have Dave there just picking up extra work and whatnot. It was. It wasn't. Ex- it wasn't something that I was expecting. Yeah. Like for some reason in my mind, when I first thought of a cigar rolling factory in midtown it will be some, some somewhat of like a sweatshop but it wasn't yeah and the ac was blasting so that i was blessed with that actually <laughs> yeah um it was a small store i walked by there hundreds and thousands of times uh, like uh whenever i would kind of walk around the area and for some reason i never like realized it uh i went in there they were super nice um uh, we even, uh, I even uh, FaceTime with Aaron and kind of passed the passed the phone around to Dave and uh, <laughs> Jesus. That was interesting, and yeah. I hope the connection was better 
<laughs> yeah, no, the con- yeah, the connection was better. It was funny. He's like, like you, you texted me and you're like, you around? I'm like, yeah, I'm on lunch. What's up? And he's like, all right, video chat. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I get on there and like Dave's right there. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? I was like, you treat my boy good? <laughs> just And like, it was so, yeah. yeah, it was cool seeing, like just seeing the look on your face. You're like, wow, this shit is awesome. And the craziest thing is they've been around for 47 years, almost 50. And like without you guys, without the pulpit I or without Cigar Talk, I would not have guessed or known about them like at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's they're they've been around for so long, but they're like the epitome of what a boutique is. I mean, solid stuff. I mean, they're, they have their heels planted in the ground and they know what they do. I mean, it's just, they've made a ton of cigars for other people too. Yeah. yeah. They're really branching out on their own now. So a lot of this stuff's new, um, you know, they're really pushing out their own brand now. So I was actually on a herf last night where they were talking about, you know, expanding to, to, there was a guy who had a, um, sort of a mobile lounge that mm-hmm. he was talking about carrying Martinez cigars and they're really pushing that. So they only have three rollers and he says that. And I, I always think you really only three rollers and they work station to station. So one pulls it together and passes it to the next and they move it and move it. And, and Dave actually participates in that. Yeah. He doesn't roll. Okay. <laughs> he, I, I've seen him put on, uh, put, uh, does the cellophane and pack the boxes and whatnot. Uh, I asked him like, how long do I need to practice or like, just to get close to how they roll. And he's like, he pointed at the guy that was just doing the rapper. And he's like, he's been rolling since he was 13 years old. And that guy looked like, could, could be like my older uncle. Yeah. yeah he could right. definitely have like a, a grandchild or two under his belt. So I was like, wow. Yeah. It's like 30 years. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah just 30 years. Just start now. You'll be fine. I mean, how many thousands of cigars has he rolled? Right. Well, they keep talking about these roller blends, and mm-hmm. I'm fired up to, to see those, what those are, because, um, you know, he talks about that these guys just roll their own little cigars to smoke themselves. Yeah, yeah. That, that's such a cool idea. You know, you're, you're rolling, yeah. but I'm going to roll my own little personal cigar this week, and I guess the, the, then they just smoke, right? Just whatever they want that week. That's such a cool idea. You know, I don't... I don't like, I, you know, obviously I don't do that for a living. That's such a, you know, he was describing that the other day and I'm like, that, that's badass. So was that, was that your first time having uh, a Martinez when you went there? Yes. The first time. And he was super humble. Uh, he went in, I went in there. He's like, so what do you want to smoke? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Uh, actually, I want to give this one a highlight cause it's not, it hasn't been mentioned enough. The New York Blend Queen, I, I it caught my eyes. I was like, I was I'm from Queen, so I had to smoke that, and it was a really good smoke. Like it, it doesn't uh, the flat iron and the 45 don't really overshadow it mm-hmm. like at all. They have its own unique characteristic. Okay. And I'm like, why aren't why aren't any one of the the radio uh, the podcasts they're like mentioning any of these blends? And I also, my, uh, I call her my editor in chief. Uh, her name is Clarissa. She, we work together. Uh, she kind of joined me and he's like, you smoke? Uh, she basically had her first cigar over there. Nice. Cool. Yeah. So it was a great experience for her also. Uh, and she was actually able to 
puffed it without inhaling. Uh, so uh, I'm proud of her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I got one of those New York blends that he threw in because I ordered yeah. um, a bunch of the 45s and the flat irons, and he threw in one of those New Yorks uh, to me, I think. I don't know if it's the Queens blend because there's two New York blends. I, think. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that one that's in there is the Queens. Yeah, I think it's one of those New York ones, and I'm looking forward to trying that. Yeah. Uh, if now if just Aaron had broken that flat iron, he'd be smoking <laughs> the second flat iron. He would have been smoking the New York one. I know. Because <laughs> it's a shorter one. It was like a, I don't want to say a Panatella, but it looked like a Panatella. It was a shorter one. Yeah, it was It was a, it was, it was a little shorter than a Robusto. Yeah. Mm. So first, uh, I mean, so you had, so what What did you have that first day? You, you had so the queens, queens and what else? I had the queens and I had to have the flat iron. I had, so I had the flat iron Maduro. Uh, I think it was number six or seven. Okay. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it deserves to be on the map. And it's crazy that I, I don't even see them uh, in any of our local BNM. Like as many BNM I tried to discover or just visit in the city, uh, I've never seen their blend before. So, so what is it, the Queens? What is the wrapper on the Queens or the New York huh. blend Queens? Do you know? Not off, off the top of my head, to be honest, but okay. I'll tell you right okay. now. Okay. So yeah, because I was looking at it. So the blend. It's a medium cigar. The wrapper is oh, it's a Cameroon wrapper oh, with nice. a Sumatra with a Sumatra binder and a Dominican and Nicaragua filler. I might have to stay yeah. and smoke that. Yeah, well, that well, that's why it's a smaller cigar then, because that Cameroon is just so expensive that so it's, it, so it's always done in, in smaller smaller vitolas. Yeah, yep. yeah, it's like a five and a quarter by forty. Well, hold. Ho- if everything goes according to plan, we sh- we're going to try to get up there, I think, like mid to late September, something like that. So, I mean, just seeing the videos of you up there and, you know, it just looked like a big party kind of going on. Just, I mean, Jesus it, look, it looked awesome. Is also, yeah. one of the coolest guys ever. Mm-hmm. He just seems so cool. Did you meet him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely do. He was zooming in and out. He was on the computer as well as on his phone. I'm, I'm assuming um, on the Instagram. And the craziest part is everyone there, they, the amount of people, I think it was like six people, including Hazel and Dave, six or seven. And they were just having the time of their life. Like there was really, they were really chill, laid back, yeah. uh, blasting like bachata and salsa music <laughs> nice. as Dominican and Spanish descendants should. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, my, Editor in chief, Clarissa, she's at all, she's Dominican too, and she was just like kind of like moving, swaying to the yeah, music yeah, as yeah. she's singing along. So she's like, it felt like home. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Well, that's what I said, you know, like, you know, not everybody ha- will have a chance to go to the Dominican or to Nicaragua or to wherever to actually go to a factory. I mean, if you're anywhere in New York City, I mean, they're right off, they're right on 29th Street, so you can actually get a taste of, you know, of, of it's that, like, you know, that South American, you know, what cigar is yep. down there just in the heart of, you know, New York City. Yeah. Absolutely. Sounds like a, and I know he's, he always says, because he said it again last night on the Herf, because Dave was on the Herf last night. You know, stop in. We want you to come in and see what we're doing and, you know, we'll show you a good time. Right. Yeah. So 
it sounds like you had a, a great experience there, and I'm not surprised because Dave's that kind of guy, and Jesus is that kind of guy. So, and and oh, oh for sure, and Dave loved that picture of the one that you took because I sent it to him of the flat iron they were smoking in front of the flat iron building. Oh yeah. So I mean that was <laughs> I mean like it looked like the weather was perfect, other than it being like balls hot kind of thing, but clear blue sky and. Yeah. I didn't even know they were uh, doing construction or like reparation on that building, like. Well, but then again, I haven't been to Midtown downtown or anywhere out of my immediate area since this whole pandemic happened. Yeah. But I was surprised. But at the same time, I was just like, yeah, uh, I'm smoking that building right now. <laughs> <laughs> you said it was like, what, a 15 minute subway ride? Yeah, 15, 20 minute once you get on the subway. So it, it's it's not far. Um Actually, when we walked, when we got out and going to start heading back to downtown to where I live, in, which is Lower East Side, we actually start just walking. Because one, I didn't finish the cigar yeah. I wanted. And it was a nice weather. So we kind of like just strolled down and it was like an hour, an hour and a half to, until like we, we can't and we just got over for the rest of the way. Nice. That's that's cool. Yeah, I was, I'm glad you got to got to experience uh, experience that. So we we've touched on it. So let's 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 quit touching on it and let's uh, mm-hmm. let's discuss it in detail. How long have you written for Fine Tobacco or and NYC, and what do you do for them? Um, I know you. I, I've read several of your reviews. I assume it's review blog reviews. But why don't you tell us what you do for them? what your involvement with them is. So it started out with just smoking with them, going to their event. Uh, uh, how it, at the same time, how I got introduced to a premium cigar. Uh, one of my close friend kind of who been smoking for a long time due to her father. And she knows about these events. I didn't. She found out I was I was interested in cigars, so she said, "Why don't you come to the event?" I'm like, okay. So that was like, I want to say 2017, and since then, uh, Matthias was Matthias, Kelvin, and David, who are basically the three main guys or the three only guys that they're setting up the events. Getting either sponsorship for the cigar as well as the spirit pairing. Uh, I just got really close with them. Like I have, I went into this uh, community, to this cigar niche, with no shame. If I have a question, I'll ask. I don't. I wouldn't have this ego, like you know, hanging around, like or people feeling embarrassed. Like I just want to know. So I throughout the events like it happened once a month so i get to see them once a month and i I, we got really close uh as we smoked and talked about the pairing the cigar and whatnot matthias really uh, took a liking of my description or my taste my palate what i'm able to get out of this basically and here and there he would ask me like what do you taste or what do you think about it Eventually, he kind of like nudged the idea of like, um, why don't you, have you ever thought about reviewing? And I was not the best student in school. And English was just 
that subject, English and math, was just those subjects I just wanted to pass it and not think about it afterwards. Yep. And it's it's pretty regretful that now you know from hindsight, thinking that I sh- uh, I, did, I wouldn't guess I would use English as uh, a tool, like properly a proper tool to to, um, to well, including in this hobby of mine. Uh, at first, I was very intimidated. To be honest, I, I either thinking that my like my taste buds, my um, writing skill wasn't good enough. But then I got very poetic with it, and they liked it. Uh, it was a different take on reviewing. Instead of just listing out what I taste, what I think, and the end, I kind of like give them a little backstory uh, as well as what it makes me feel like, yeah. you know? Yeah. And all of that try to balancing out, not sounding too pretentious at the same time. No, I think your reviews so, are fun. I think they're relaxed and chill, but a lot of fun. I also exactly. think that your reviews, you do have, and I've said this to you in private, and I will now say this to you in public. I, I agree with Matthias. I think your palate is, is very good. And I enjoy hearing what you taste because a lot of times you put words to things that I taste yeah. that I don't have words for. So I think you, you do okay. have a really good palate. I understand about putting yourself out there. I, I understand you're, you're putting yourself out there to be judged and uh, that's what, you know, but I, I don't think you come off as pretentious at all. I think you come off very easy and um, conversational and and fun. I, I enjoy your reviews a lot. Yeah, I look forward to them. Yeah, it doesn't come off as pretentious because there's plenty of that out there. You Tons. you have like that uh, that that every man's review kind of aspect. That yeah. uh, you know the the take of you know I enjoy this cigar this cigar because of A B and C. You know yeah. there's yeah. there's plenty of people out there that will trash trash a perfectly good cigar because it's just kind of their repertoire and they just, that's just what they do. But yeah, yeah. you, you bring a different, uh, like a nice freshness of like a fresh breath of fresh air to yeah. the whole review thing. It's kind of like how we do too. You know, we, we don't take ourselves too seriously because yeah. you no, know, not yeah. everybody who comes into a lounge is going to have the most exquisite palette around there. Sometimes a cigar is just the cigar and that's, it's nice to actually read a review you know, coming from that same mindset. Yeah. Although I, I think, um, I think you do a good job of picking out flavors, yeah. which, which I'm not great at. Um, <laughs> and you know, there are reviewers out there who are always negative talking about the negatives mm-hmm. and I'm not going to call them out by name. I like the ones who talk about their experience. I'm not looking for you to, um, heavily critique and you don't do mm-hmm. that. You talk about what you got. And that's one of the things that I like um, about your reviews. Now, how many reviews have you done for them? You've done several. Several, like not that many. I started pretty recently, uh, like towards the end of last year, maybe October or November, or November was my first official published review. Yep. Um, and actually what really got me into like, just push me to do it is my, is this, is this, is me wanting to make cigar work for me. I want something out of cigar other than just smoking it, enjoying it. Yeah. And I've been like kind of playing around with uh, different ideas basically for like 
future plans. But yeah. this was this this was definitely a first step towards that direction, yeah. and I uh, find myself enjoying it as well as I get free cigars to I get I get like free cigars to smoke <laughs> and just yeah. write about it. That's always a plus, you know. Yep, that's a win. So, what's some of the highlight cigars that you've done? Uh, very recently, uh, I did a uh, Casa Cuevas Maduro of limited limited edition uh, Flaca size, okay. which I thought I thought it was all gone from the tragic event of uh, the break in a couple of years back. But wow, I did a blind review on it, so I had no idea what what it was. And it was just, it was just enjoyable from the second I lighted up to the very nub I got to. Um, as well, oh, and also a the La Patina bronze label. Nice. That yeah, that stick was uh, I could retrohale the whole uh, the whole pup <laughs> without wow. releasing any of it through my mouth. Yeah, nice. it, it, if any one well, any new smoker. That new cigar smoker interested in, I would highly recommend try that stick out for the retro. Yeah, yeah. So you you do blind reviews, but -hmm. what do you prefer? Do you prefer going into a review blind, or do you like having that band on it so you know what you're smoking, or do you? I mean, so you don't get a preconceived notion, or what? What do you prefer? Um, I now that I've been doing, we 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 started out, or I started out reviewing with knowing what the cigar was with the band on. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting. And I was able also able to kind of dabble into like the creativity behind the band. Yeah. But now uh, the blind review, I went in, I go in there with a fresh palette with no, with no like bias of anything. So anything I write down is just from pure taste yeah. of my palette. That is. So I, I like that because, um, there will be some sort of prejudgmental notion if you kind of have an idea what you're smoking or at least a brand. So mm-hmm. you'll either be like, you like it, or I, I, I should say I like it, or I don't like it, or I never had it. Or if I if it's a known name, my expectation would not be as high, you know? Mm-hmm. So now I just kind of base off of how, how it's rolled, yeah. uh, how it looked like, what it smells like, and uh, I like that a lot, actually. So after, after you do a blind review, do you look for other reviews out there of uh, that same cigar to see if your notes and your your you know, your tastings were around the same? Uh, I do. Uh, I kind of look. Well, one thing is I also I like to include a, a, at least a little history behind the uh, behind the the company mm-hmm. or the blend. So I do look it up after I find out what the cigar is. And I do a little comparison notes, but just just for my own knowledge or satisfaction. Yeah. Um, you know, or as well as sometimes the condition of how you where you're smoking it uh, could change it too. Since like the, these past couple of reviews, I had to do it outdoors mm-hmm. since the lounges are closed. So there's wind factor. There's really really disgusting humidity level here that will ruin the cigar experience or just how I feel. Yeah. If I'm like just hot, sweaty, I, I, I kind of like soldier through. So I'm not really enjoying the experience because yeah. of the setting and not because of the cigar. Yeah. 
No, that's like whenever uh, we do, every once in a while we'll have, you know, Doug choose a cigar here and I like going into it blind, but there's always that, you know, that voice in the back of my head, like, man, I really hope I get this right because if I don't, I'm just going to sound like a fool. And <laughs> so far I'm in two for two on, you know, on, on picking it out, but I know there's going to be a time where I'm like, oh yeah, this is, you know, that Habano blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh yeah, this is a Connecticut shade wrapper. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> just, just totally get it wrong. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure you will. Um, so you, you've done that for a while. Uh, I know you're also now doing, um, some, some writing for LCC blog entries for LCC now luxury cigar club. Yeah. So what are you doing for them? So this one is, it's a total, it's a total career change. You could call it because it's more of a, it's a blog. This is a straightforward blog as a personal experience and not something I ever thought about, thought I would be doing or have experience actually. Cause in school you learn how to write proper structure, like specific yeah. format. But in a blog is a lot more personal as well as uh, you need to find a way to engage the reader, not losing their interest not falling asleep you know, or reading, having them reading the same line over and over again, still not, you know, understanding what you're trying to say. Yeah. So it was definitely a fun exp- uh, experience and, and experiment because I'm still trying to feel it out where, where uh, between informational as well as personal. Yeah. But it's a, it's definitely a one, a cigar one-on-one type of blog right. uh, introducing. I've done topics such as, how to light a cigar? Uh, what is a Maduro wrapper? Um, Humidity and humidors, right? Exactly. Uh, the relation between a cigar and the humidity levels. Um, I've enjoyed those. I, I mean, those are topics that I'm familiar with, right? But yeah. I enjoyed the. I thought I thought you did well. If we only Thanks. knew in high school, in in grade school and middle <laughs> school how important writing would be to yeah. our lives to things that matter because we all knew that we'd write for a living right because you know we knew but um uh it was uh i think you have a very natural style of writing i assume that somewhat is your editor your friend who helps you edit does she help you yeah. edit yeah there's nothing she, like a good editor yeah she she helps me with my grammatic mistakes yeah uh, and kind of like also fix my structure a little bit. Sometimes I'll tend, especially on the blog side, I tend to ramble on. Uh, and sometimes I fail to catch myself where <laughs> she, that's where she comes in and she's like, you're just writing a lot of words that mean nothing right now. Just I'm rain like, it back in. Just rain it back yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yep. So I'll, you'll see me deleting paragraphs and start restart on specific section and whatnot. Yeah. So the, uh, the, is the, uh, is the cigar industry something you want to pursue further on for a career wise? Because you're already in the, the hospitality field. Is this, you know, is the, the cigars kind of like the next step or is this something that you, it's going to be, you know, part B of what you're already doing? Um, that's the thing I'm still trying to figure it out for, to be honest. Because I there there are different avenues of the cigar industry, like either owning a lounge, creating your own blend, or creating your own company. Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to like weigh the pros and cons of each 
option or doing events like Matthias, but of course at a different state. <laughs> um, yeah, I could ever outshine them like at all. I could only duplicate if at this point. So, uh, but at the same time, it, it feels like it's been done and I want to bring a new, a new face of cigar that, or experience that people have not uh, seen before. And so that's, uh, that's, I'm just like meditating on ideas on, on like combining different things. Well, as somebody who said you, you, you enjoy food and you do, all, do enjoy all that kind of stuff. What are some of your favorite pairings uh, that you like with the cigars? Oh man. Uh, coffee is probably the number one and it, but it's also like almost like a cop out, you know, yeah. it's, it's did, very Did you get the, uh, did you get the coffee thing that, uh, Chris, uh, got put together? Oh, definitely. Okinbon. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I can't wait. I personally, I never tried coffee aged in a bourbon barrel before. So I want to see how that comes, uh, like the fruition of that. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm not a coffee person, but I got two of them just because Mo <laughs> is a coffee person. Yeah. So I wanted this, I wanted this to become kind of like what you're talking about, like a blog entry kind of thing. I wanted us to do this as mm-hmm. somebody who doesn't really drink coffee, but then also somebody who is just now getting into cigars. So we can come in from two different avenues so, yeah, I'm going to be interested to see, get your take on on those as well. Yeah, I know Big Cuppa here mm-hmm. also said that they had a bourbon-aged coffee, uh, mm-hmm. Big Cup up in Con- Conway with Joseph. Yeah. Um, and and so I had not, never knew that they were doing that. Um, it sounds like they were doing the same, ha- had something not quite the same, but but close. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like it, it's cool. I, I wish... Uh, I wish I had a coffee maker. I have a <laughs> I have a Keurig, and I know that's not a coffee maker. Yeah. Um, just occasionally, once once a month, I have a cup of coffee. But I mean, I mean, the easiest thing you could get is actually a French press. Yeah. Uh, it takes a little like uh, TLC when you actually bring it, but it's very simple, and yeah. it takes you actually have to tend to it for probably five minutes or less, and. The, the the press itself does the work yeah. so and it's not that expensive so that well, that's the uh, one I where you grind it up and you put it at the bottom of your press mm-hmm. it yeah. that's what I do Correct. when I'm in Vegas at uh, Casa Fuente yeah. they make yeah, the thing. French press yeah I mean it's like yeah. you know every, anything worth doing is worth doing correctly and you know take some time and take some time sure then, but then I'd have to get a coffee grinder and a bunch of stuff and I don't need more stuff in my life I need less <laughs> I right. just need I just need big cup of the figure. I just need to go up there on like Friday yeah. and smoke, and then get a cup of coffee from uh, Big Cuppa, and then go over to the Conway shop. That's what I need to do. All right, you or said you were down to Fidel's. You said you were a fast smoker, and so we can see you just lit up something else. So what would you just light up? Uh, just to pay a little homage to both New York and my first while, the uh, Viva La Vida Robusto, the oh. coin line. Yeah, I'm yeah. on the verge of seeing if I need to grab. Uh, <laughs> but see, God, I'm actually behind everybody. Like, I, well, I'm, I'm actually in a slow, fairly. You also <laughs> had the longest cigar of all of us. Was it? That's true. Yeah, I mean, I, can't, I mean, what can I say? Yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna let that slide. So it's funny. Like, so um, I got a text um, uh, yesterday of uh, a picture from our wedding that two of our regulars or members of West End 
were in Cigar Aficionado for the wedding oh. of me and Mo. Like, who, who was that? Uh, Scully and Rick. Oh, Scully and Rick. Yeah. So I was like, holy shit. Like I made uh, Aficionado, but just in name only. So it's a uh, gator. Gator. <laughs> going full gator today. I am going full gator. If that's the case, keep your pants on. Yeah, they're already <laughs> off, dude. <laughs> uh, so um, that is a spicy, motherfucker, right there. Oh, is, oh, so, so is that is that the Queens? Watch reading. Okay, I can't read it. My eyes are bad. Um, with all the shops shut down up in uh, NYC, I mean yeah. your your lounge experience hasn't been as much as it has been lately. But uh, are you a do you like going to uh, cigar shops and cigar lounges? Yeah, that's usually how I'm able to smoke prior to pre-COVID. Uh, I would, and I'm a cycle like this. I would travel two hours one way to Queens, deep Queens and Bayside to re- visit Harry's Havana Hut uh, or my newest, my newest lounge would be the Conquistador in Brooklyn, which is about an hour. An hour and 15, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I would, on my days off, I would dedicate one, if not both of my days off, just to go there, hang out with the guys, unwind for the nice. week, uh, and just smoke all day. Yeah. I'll go from like three to five stick a day. <laughs> nice. Well, it is because it's yeah. like, a, it's a ritual, you know? And if it, especially if it takes you an hour and a half one way to, yeah, to enjoy it, yeah, you might as well just go full bore and, right. and fully enjoy, enjoy the thing. I mean, when it so takes I, 10 minutes to go somewhere, you can go I know, I mean, one smoke. <laughs> yeah, we're, I mean, we're kind of, you know, Little Rock, there's not a lot of stuff to do um, here, but the, on your mask. but the good side is that, you know, if we want to go to the lounge, 10 minutes. we're, yeah, five, 10 minute drive and then boom, you're, you're here. Or it's, if you really want to go wild, Ooh, it's 19 minutes to Conway. I right. mean, it's just like, <laughs> well, the way you drive, it's 45. I know everything you pass me every fucking time. We, you left. <laughs> we, we were up there together with our, our significant others and he left before me and actually got pretty far in front of me. And it took me like two miles to pass him. <laughs> Paula said, is that Aaron? And I said, yeah, don't look at him. It's embarrassing for him. I mean, this, this, the Subi is not built for speed. <laughs> it's, it's built for comfort. I, I drive, you know, I drive an SUV. It's not built for speed either. <laughs> so you, you did, uh, I know you've started to do live videos online because I've been watching them. And we've talked about uh, those a little bit. But you did a review or you did a walkthrough of one of the shops, you couldn't smoke there. It looked like you couldn't smoke there, but you could go in and buy there. So you can go in and buy cigars. And then mm-hmm. uh, it looked like there were seating, seating outside maybe. Yeah. So I went to, so what we trying to do is of course support the locals uh, and just kind of put a spotlight, spotlight on them for a change, especially all the stuff that they've done for us throughout the years. So Barkley Rex um, tobacco shop, was the first one because I worked literally two blocks away from there. I could get there in five, under five minutes on feet. And also it has a pretty rich history. It's one of the, probably the first cigar or tobacco shop that opened back in 1910 in New York city. Wow. Yeah. So I, it was just kind of 
thrown to me, actually. Uh, I got an Instagram message through the Point Tobacco NYC group. And Matthias like, yeah, uh, um, Carnegie Club is opening up and all these other shops are opening up and setting up either outside seating and stuff like that. So, like, if you guys are in the area, uh, you know, if you want, if you can, do a little live introduction or just, you know, kind of sh- do a quick do a quick walkthrough or or something. He just gave us, like, free reign of whatever we want to do. Yeah. So that happened at, like, 1.30 p.m. In, uh, in the afternoon, I was at work, and I get out of at 3.30. I was like, you know what? Uh, Barclay Rex is right there, and I, I was planning on going to visit them to see what they have. Uh, they do have some exclusive stuff, like... Uh, yeah, it looked boutique. like they had a good selection. Yeah. So I, I like, I told Matthias, Hey, I'm thinking of going there. You think I could just jump on the live now, uh, live today? He's like, yeah, whatever. He gave me the login and I call the store and the store manager, uh, she picked up Joanna and she was like, Hey, I, I remember you. I'm like, yeah, I'm the Asian guy with, with this group with the Find Tobacco NYC. So she, I, I told her, can I come in? Just do a quick video, like Instagram live, just to, kind of put the spotlight on you guys and she was thrilled. So I got there within five minutes, the sky turned from daylight, day, daylight to nighttime. Basically it was, it was crazy. Just a storm, uh, blew, storm blew in. Yeah. And I thank both you, Aaron and JJ for the storms. You're welcome. We- <laughs> I think that was just, JJ special there. Yeah. yeah. So, I was able to do a quick, like almost a inter unintentional interview with her. Yeah, uh, nice. She gave us a little, she gave us a little tour of the humidor. I kind of regret that we, we couldn't visit the members lounge, which is upstairs. However, you had to go outside and go back in, but uh, the storm was really blowing. So we couldn't do that. Uh, Maybe next but yeah, time. it was, it was fun. And she was, they were really like happy that we, you know, they, we were, uh, they were on our map and we did this for them. She was kind enough to like, kind of like take any cigar you want type of thing. I'm like, no, no, no. Uh, I want to pay for these. Yeah. So I don't want to support you guys, but she kind of, uh, out of the three stick, I only pay for two, I believe. That's a big, a couple, couple of big points. First of all, it was a great, it was a great walkthrough and interview. I thought you did really, really well for your first, first live <laughs> sort of walkthrough. It's hard. I tell you what, it, it's hard. We've done a couple of live things now. It's um, it, people think like that's. I know you do that regularly, Aaron. You mm-hmm. make this natural, but it's hard. And you did really good. And she was, uh, she was a very good interview, and I, I really enjoyed it it's cool to walk through other shops, right? I'm not, it's not likely I'm going to go there or maybe once it was cool to see another shop and all the different cigars she had. She had Mm -hmm. some really cool stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm sorry, go for it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say like, you, you kind of get the feel of, I try to really get the feel of the aftermath. Like that's what I want to shine on to see how they were affected and how we as consumer, as you know, patrons can help them and support them basically. Uh, it's a reminder because we, we all went in uh-huh. thinking, you know, how is COVID going to impact businesses that are really important to us, those cigar shops. 
Um, but you know, now that we're opening back up, at least you all are, and we're, we're not quite yet. As of, as of right now, we're still open. So still I guess open. it's, it's a, um, as good as we can say. We need to think, we need to think about that. Right. Um, but we need to think about the, those are our lifebloods, right? The B and M's are, and, and, uh, was talking to Ben the other night on LCC and was talking to, to Nick, uh, my monthly. And, you know, both of those are online mm-hmm. cigar monthly clubs. And they were both talking about how important the B&M business is to, to the whole industry. And it's, yeah. uh, it cannot be emphasized enough how important those local B&Ms are. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, just give props to, you know, all of our regulars here. I mean, they've, I mean, they've been amazing through all this, even when our lounge, the lounge itself had to be shut, but the humidor was still open. I mean, yet we had plenty of people just buying, you know, just one or two sticks extra of what they normally would. And that goes a long way. And because they know that, you know, we're still going to be here for them, you know, after all this is, is done, um, you know, to the point of we can open up all the way again. So it is, it's nice and refreshing seeing, you know, all the patrons, of our shop. And I know it's going all over, you know, the U S to, to B and M's, you know, seeing that it is, you know, the brick and mortar, the neighborhood shop is the lifeblood of the cigar community in certain cities. And it's, it's just, it's just been nice um, seeing that still. Especially in New York city where you can't smoke. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. How You (laughs) you smoke outside quite often and always see you're, you're at a cafe or, or whatever. What is it like, you know, you get side eyes a lot in New York city with, you know, smoking cigar or is it kind of, you know, people kind of tend to themselves and don't bother you. So these days I do a lot of outside. Uh, I've never in the past actually, but due to COVID I do cause I have nowhere else to go. But, uh, but I don't, uh, because no one really gets that close to you in general. Yeah. And for, someone who's smoking cigars, they just, they will sit farther than they, farther than six feet. Let's just say, I'm, I'm kind of glad for that. Yeah. <laughs> but there was a funny story. Uh, there's one park in New York city. Uh, I should say this. Most parks in New York city or outdoor in general are not, are, uh, you cannot smoke there or not. They don't allow you smoke within certain feet or whatever, or people will just be very, um, like you said, side-eyeing me or, or actually com- become confrontational in cert- to a certain extent. But there's a park in Midtown called Paley's Park, which uh, after doing a little research or, int- uh, or introduced to it, it was, it's owned by La Polina, the cigar company. It was mm-hmm. owned by the Paley family. And it's the only park in New York City that, you, that is, just a, is designated for a cigar smokers nice and what i do just just for a little win uh once here and there i'll go there on like uh lunch time on a on a wednesday where people are having their lunch uh, uh, all the suits and ties are having their lunch i'll find a seat i sit down i cut i cut my cigar and start smoking and one time there's this one lady she was not having it so she kind of looked around and found a the park security and she's like, I kind of overheard her saying, hey, can you remove that guy that's smoking right there? Uh, she's like, I'm trying to have my lunch and the smoke is bothering me. And the guy looked at her and he's like, unfortunately, this is a cigar park. 
if you don't like it, you could move farther from him or eat at a different location. But he's allowed to smoke here. And that, 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 felt, that, that was just like a little win within me. You know, it was just like, yes. This is our spot. You have every other place in the world. Kevin exactly. one, Karen zero. Karen zero. <laughs> exactly. Amen. Well, it's kind of like the, we have the, uh, we have the, uh, the, the traveler's ballpark here and in the beer garden, uh, you mm-hmm. can smoke down there. That's the only place you can smoke in the baseball field. So you don't get that a lot in a lot of, in a lot of stadiums, but yeah. it's nice to have that one little section where, you know, mm-hmm. if there was baseball going on, which there isn't, you know, we can go down there, have a beer and have a cigar. And you, there's always that one lady who comes in and then she just starts talking loud and bitching about all the cigar smoke. And when we go to, you know, Dickie Stevens park, it's not like mm-hmm. one or two of us. We roll in like 10. 13, yeah. 15 deep. <laughs> I mean, there is a lot of us and we're smoking cigars. We're all smoking cigars. And she's just like coughing, you know, exaggerating and everything like that. And I'm just like, all right, yeah. now it's time to whip out the, uh, you know, the Nika Roostica, something that really produces some mm-hmm. smoke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, get, we're all going to smoke Drew Estates. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The nasty. And it's crazy. I, I also experienced this in, uh, in Lisbon. I actually, I, I tend to push myself to go out of the country once a year. So last year, me and a couple of buddies of mine, we went to, we went on a Euro trip. Uh, Lisbon was one of the spots we stopped at. And we discovered this rooftop bar that's at the top level of a parking garage. So if you're not from there, you you wouldn't know there's a bar on top of a parking garage. It's huge. It's outdoor and beautiful view. Like you can see between the water as well as there's a bridge from afar that kind of looks like the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. But uh, so everyone there, they're European. So everyone is smoking cigarettes around us, drinking and smoking cigarettes. Yeah. So I lit up a cigar and I was smoking. I was enjoying just, it, it was just a magical time, let's just say. And then after I was done, we were just kind of sitting there, hanging out, talking. Some lady, funny thing, she sounds like she's from the States. She has a, had a little Southern accent. Didn't come up to me, but went up to my friend who wasn't smoking and said that, you know, with all these people around you, you smoking a cigar, uh, smoking, you think of, thinking of smoking a cigar is a very selfish act. I looked at her and she refused to make eye contact with me. <laughs> so as she kept like nagging my friend, I just went to my back, pull out another cigar, clipped it, and just lit it right in front of her face. <laughs> After she made her point, she left. Like nothing was done. It was just like it was not necessary, but it was funny how she went up to my friend who wasn't smoking at all. Mm. He he just stood there. <laughs> and you still I mean to me, like Portugal is still a very like when I think of like Western Europe and kind of stuff like that, you think of, you know, cigarette smoking on the terrace and just whatever. Oh, yeah. So it's yeah, right. it's uh oh, oh yeah, the air was even though we were outdoor, the air was filled with cigarette smoke. Yeah. Well, so, it's like I mean there's uh, plenty of bars here in Little Rock that they're and- cigarette friendly. But good God, you light up a cigar. Holy shit. You, you think you, you just called something (laughs) their mama. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous how un-cigar friendly they are. Yep. Absolutely. 
All right, well, do you want to go ahead and give me the new album that I'll be listening to? Okay, so I thought, you know, we've covered a lot of albums, and I've been avoiding country music um, pretty fastidiously. And Ooh, uh, that's the word of the day. There you go. Um, and other than Jason Isbell, who's com- considered Americana. Um, and I thought maybe he's considered depressing. That's what he's considered. <laughs> he is depressing. Huh. Um, and I thought maybe I would give you an entry album into country music. Okay. Um, that isn't um, bro country or old school country, but is one of the new ones that a lot of people talk about. Okay. Um, it's one of Steve and I's favorite. It did not, I believe, did not make my top 20. Okay. Might have. Um, but um, I'm struggling to find stuff that isn't derivative of stuff I've already given you. Yeah. Right? Because, I mean, at some point, I'm going to, you know, I'm going <laughs> to give you another punk album or I'm going to give you another rock album. Yeah. So we're going to go country because at some point we've got to pop this Jerry. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I'm going to give <laughs> gotta you, ruin this version. I got to. I'm, I'm going to give you an album that I actually think you're going to enjoy some of the stuff on. It's country, okay. um, but I'm going to give you Chris Stapleton Traveler. This is okay. a widely praised, critical, huge, multi platinum album. Okay, he's a guy who's written songs for everybody in the entire fucking world. Okay. And he's got... Um, is he the one that opened up for Guns N' Roses here in Little Rock? No, that was uh, Sturgill Simpson. Oh, okay. Okay. And I debated Sturgill. Sturgill will... But he's not... I mean, he's sort of like a yeah. mix. His new album's actually uh, Psychedelic Rock. but um, And I debated that. But I'm just popping your country cherry. He's the guy who actually did... <laughs> the cover of Tennessee whiskey, which is on this album okay. with Justin Timberlake at the CMAs. Um, I, I'm afraid I missed that one. Yeah. You'll, you'll hear his version of Tennessee whiskey, which is a, an old school country song okay. on here. He is uh, he is a, he's got a big voice as well. So. All right. Fair enough. So this, this week, will lead to next week being Luke Bryant. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. So everything that you hated about Paul Bearer, because it was, I didn't hate it, but no, no. Okay. Well, it was critical of it. So who I'm giving you is prog rock. I like, I love um, rock. They have long songs. Yep. Um, I will admit this album. There's some where once it gets into just the noise making, I, I do switch songs. Right. Um, so you, you have my blessing to do that and you'll, okay. you'll definitely be able to tell when that happens. When it just starts the jam portion of the yes. song. Yes. Well, not, not even jam, like literally noise. Okay. Sure. Um, but I'm giving you, uh, the Mars Volta, uh, Francis, the mute. Okay. So I, for the record, like Prague rock, some yes. of my favorite artists, seriously, I think one of the greatest bands of all time is yes. And they are as prog rock as they get. Um, so um, Mars Volta. Well, so this one, um, this is my generation's one of the best guitarists that have okay. ever been um, been around. Have um, you ever heard of Traffic? Traffic, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he. I didn't know. If, so, I, I was going to go old school prog rock on you at yeah. some point, but I, I, did, I figured you had heard all of those. So they, they, you know, 
this band is kind of a, an offshoot of um, at the drive-in. Uh, Omar Rodriguez Lopez. Um, sure, he is seriously one of the best guitarists ever, ever around. Okay. Um, so I, I think you'll, I think you'll like this. It is, cool. it is a concept album again, because that seems to I be mean, my thing. And I don't want to imply, um, not that we're particularly in any way sponsored by, uh, Paul Bear. I was not critical. They're just, uh-huh. I'm not a low energy metal fan. Yeah. If you're going to, um, I'm more of a speed metal. It does. Guy. I mean, it, it has that style of doom metal has its time and place. I mean, it's right. It's stoner rock. For a reason, right? I mean, no, I always love the subgenres of a subgenre, and yeah. they call it's called Palm Beach mm-hmm. Doom Metal, which is referred to as Stoner do, do, Doom Metal. Yeah, I mean, which that, that, fascinated me. That's what you know. There's a Louisiana uh, Doom Metal, or a little Zydeco music in. I don't in know, the doom? but I there's mean, a couple of those bands that I'm actually going to listen to. Maybe um, I'm just, I mean, really, you know, a, a drum beat. Yeah. Never really heard anybody at yeah. some point, you know, as a Lincoln Park fan, <laughs> um, I just, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with a little energy. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't think any of these albums are going to be uh, like called uh, the bitches kind of like what we had with apathy. <laughs> so, right. I mean, no, but for the record, because, and I, I did Kevin, you were the one who gave us that album and I enjoyed the songwriting very yeah. much. There was a couple uh, derivative, the hose concepts where I go, <laughs> okay, you can quit calling women hoes, but the bitches, the great part about the bitches was the female. And I didn't recognize the artist, but the lady they had in, Oh, there, she flipped the script, flipped the script. Yeah. And I thought that's clever. I like when you flip the script. I don't know if that's ever been sung about. I mean, I guess right. you'd, you'd have a little bit of that. It's with. not the, it's not the Kings. It's not the MCs. <laughs> it's the bitches. And I thought that was an incredibly clever flip. So, Oh yeah, I, enjoyed that I mean, that song is they—they're not talking about or speaking specifically to a gender. The, they're the talking gender. about being a whiny. Exactly. They're talking about being a whiny, and th- yeah. they made the point very clear. And I thought that is well <laughs> spoken. I enjoyed I, the album. I, I did. I um, can I go can ahead. we go back to that album really quick? Since I gave you guys the album, and yeah, there's do. one question I have for you, like. There's one song on the album, which is my favorite, my pick, okay. that no, none of you have mentioned, which is the last song on the album. It's called Checkmate. And I'm just curious, uh, I'm either Spotify and uh, iTunes either missing that last song or you kind of overlooked it or no, it was it, all right for you guys. Yeah, it, it's on there. I, I That was on my short list. Um because it was, it was, it was a good ending song to an album because I did kind of, it, it that one reminded me of an, a future album. I don't want to give it away just yet where he did kind of, you know, it was a good bookend of the way to, to end that album out. I don't remember that song. Well, <laughs> was it on, was it even on yours? That's what I was going to check, but I, um... yeah, it, it, it was, it was on Spotify. So that's literally the reason I gave you guys that album was for that specific that's song because he's the only person I've heard, only artist I've heard who can describe a, a game of chess in that way, in yeah. that epic rom- romanticized way. 
and I've never heard anything like that before nor after uh like and that album or mixtape in this case was very like early on in his career which you know he talked more over in a derogative uh, sense because I could give you guys more of the newer album where he kind of like he or where he started a family and stuff like that so the message and the stories are and the song you know is not the bitches you know, yeah. I have to re-listen to that song. It is on the apples and uh, apples, and I didn't. Uh, I, for some reason, that song didn't click with me. I'll have to listen to that. Well, so since it's our show and, and we can do whatever the fuck we want to do, I'm going to add that song right now to the playlist. Yep, there you go. <laughs> so it is on the playlist. Boom, done. Nice. So sweet. So I am still on my original cigar, uh, the sweet. flat iron Maduro. That's sweet. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's, it's great. I mean, you can go back to the, uh, to the full album or to full, to the full episode of where we just break down the cigar. Um, I mean, it is, it's an amazing cigar. It's the second highest ranking that we've done. Yeah. Uh, because it is amazing. Um, is the one you're smoking right now is, is the Viva. And I mean, it's, uh, it's that a Viva is a great. Cigar yeah. I mean, it's, it's a great, great one. But this Mart these Martinez are awesome smokes. Yeah. Yeah. So what, since since you are a a reviewer now, let's let's get a little review on the spot of the uh, the Viva La Vida Robusto. Oh man, really putting me on the spot, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. So the general taste for the cigar is well, and my my take are like roasted coffee beans, mm-hmm. like oaky or like this woody taste to it it has a sweet um dry cranberry retro hair the uh retro hailing has a gives you like a nice spice warm baking spice so like it doesn't makes you go teary or anything like that and it's just very uh i could even call it a decadent smoke yeah yeah i'll go with that you know yeah. You know, when you said baking spice, I I'm, I haven't had the Robusto in a while, which I was just thinking I'm probably going to go home and smoke that when I get home. But I do get like almost like a uh, like a nutmeg kind yeah. of kind of kind of flavor and aroma coming off that. But it is it's a that 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 one is is a good. One. What's your preferred size in the uh, in the Viva? I like I like Toro okay. uh, on their regular line. I love the Toro size. Just because I get that little extra, extra yeah. time with it, uh, and craziest thing is they don't the quality of this cigar doesn't change. How you know how if for other certain brands, if you change the size, the smoke might uh, taste different because mm-hmm. of the filler filler ratio with the wrapper and binder. Yeah, but this one doesn't. Yeah, no, I, I, I yeah, I totally agree with that because between the robusto and the toro. It is. It's it's damn near the same flavor points and everything. It's when you switch up to, like the the five hundred or the Jester, and, oh, yeah. then, and then the uh, the Lancero is in its in, is in a class of its own. So I, I spoke to Billy uh, actually. Every time he comes out with a little exclusive blend, uh, I was lucky enough to get the pre-release. You know, try it before, mm-hmm. and I was able to pick his brain a little. So it is different now. All the other exclusive lines, the 500 ACC and uh, uh, the famous 
as well as the jester. The tobacco itself is the same, but they changed the way how they ferment the tobacco, where it gave them that darker, oilier wrapper mm-hmm. and had that chocolate, like creamy chocolate taste to it. And I love it. That's what like, I did I with, the, with the 500. Man, that yeah. 500 is like smoking the most rich, luscious chocolate bar that I've ever had. Yeah, I smoked one of those Friday with Mario online. We both had a 500. Yeah. That's such a great smoke. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a what, a 6 by 60 yeah, yeah, and box that's the press. only box press, right? Yeah, I mean, that yeah, is, such that a good. good cigar. All right, so what about your queens? Um, it is spicy. Um, it is, um, and I'm getting a ton of spice off this. Um, it is really nice. It is well, it's burning great. Um, getting a, a richness, um, some earthy saltiness that's really pleasant, um, but a lot of really, really nice um, top of the palate salt that I'm like, or spice that I'm liking. So nice. Really good. Cool. 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 Yeah. So we've, I mean, we've hit like a couple different cigars on tonight's episode, which yeah, we is have. Totally, <laughs> totally fine. Totally yeah. fine. All right. So, you know, you know, the rules of the game, you know how we end every show. We do. <laughs> so this one is I actually, uh, forgot the cards over there. So I actually just looked, online and had Mo pick some out for me. So she found one and I'm going with this. Okay. Million dollars. But every time you get wet, you must break into the closest home and steal a family photo. So every time I get wet, mm-hmm. I must commit a felony. <laughs> uh, does that include sweat? Because it's really humid over here. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, tell me about it. So every time Try I live in the South. Well, that too. Or take a shower. Yeah, take it. So pretty much take a shower, wash your hands. Yeah, it's a hard no for me. I mean, if I'm taking a shower, washing my hands in my own bathroom, can I steal my own photograph? <laughs> or do I have to go to the neighbors? It, yeah, you got to go to the neighbors. Oh, man. It's got to be a no. I don't. Do you know your neighbors? I don't live in the project, but they're not as still not as kind as any uh, you know like a southern <laughs> home. <laughs> oh, trust me, down here everybody has a gun. So right, right. you that's break in it. one time, that's it. Oh man, this is a fun one. Um, wow, every time I get wet, I I, that, I have to steal dozens of photos on a daily basis. Oh yeah, I mean you'd have to steal all the time. I, I'm not going to do it just because of the sheer inconvenience. <laughs> I'm glad it's not the moral outrage. Did you got to think like sheer inconvenience? Like I, if I'm if I'm at my wood shop and I'm mm-hmm. like washing all the sawdust off my arms or something at the end of the day, <laughs> there's not a house around me near near me. I, I would I mean that would just, it would be such a pain in the ass. So it's not the moral. Um, eh, I could get over that quickly. Okay. It's like, have you ever heard the John Mulaney? Uh, no, uh, you got to check that out one time. It's like, you know, whenever he, the, one of his friends or whatever, whenever they had house parties, they would, he'd always take like the photo album because that's the one thing you can't replace. Like, that's so, that's so fucked up. <laughs> I remember that kid. Yeah, I just, I remember that bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, wow. I want to say I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little bit good. 
I can, so I can, I wouldn't do that, but it's more or less, I wouldn't do it because of the sheer inconvenience. I, I'll, I, I guess I will have to cop out on this one. I have to say no. Cause one is my rap. She is clean. It has no ink <laughs> on it. <laughs> that, you know, um, but also there's a lot of fighters here in the city that uh, I don't know if oh, I could send all, send off all of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's how like like how we said down here, you know, in the south. I yeah, mean, going. you're you're gonna get, you're gonna get shot. You're gonna get shot. You're gonna get shot daily. Can you can you forewarn the the person's house that you're going into, or you could yes. you have to just go in and get out? You just have to go in. Yeah, but I mean, hopefully it'd be like maybe you can have like something a little set up with your neighbor. Like, hey, <laughs> that's what he's asking. I'm going to come in and you know take whatever. See, my thing is, I don't know if I have There's any. 10 bucks every time I do I it. don't have any family photos in no. my house. Really? No. Yeah, and people over here don't hang family photos. They, you know, on the wall, it's just clock or very um, abstracted artwork. Yeah. It will, it will take me a while just to. So you'd have to break into home. multiple homes. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> the first or the second one might not even have a family photo. That'd be a problem. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have to say I have to pass on that one. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. a good call. So three no's across the board. Yeah. Damn. Well, I think that might be it. Yep. Well, dude, this has been a whole lot of fun. I'm glad we uh, finally uh, had the chance to have you on. I know uh, I've been trying to schedule this, but uh, I, this was a lot of fun. So. Thank you for making time on a Sunday night for us. And uh, oh, no. this was this was great. I thought this was a really good one. And so Yeah, we'll definitely have you back on again. Definitely one. Oh, yeah. I'd like to do a, a herf with you and, and have it on and you and Adrian and JJ and and uh sort of recreate that Friday night atmosphere where we uh you know get a bunch of those guys together. I think that would be fun. Yeah, we that we can just turn that into an episode. Yeah, we just have to censor JJ and his personal stories at times. Yeah, <laughs> you probably should. Shit, have you heard our show? We, we don't censor anything. No, 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 no. We no, there's stories. Yes, yeah, no. no, he's right. He's right. No, he's right. I love JJ, but some of that stuff probably JJ doesn't want out on the on recorded. <laughs> yeah, say, because once it's out there, it's out there. It's out there, right? No, no. Yeah, and yeah, no playback. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing it for our show. I'm doing it for him. Yeah. <laughs> it might. But, it might help the show. <laughs> he's funny. He's one of the funniest guys. He's got a great sense of humor. He I just don't so- think. I don't think he wants some of that stuff out there. Yeah, he has stories, man. Oh man. Oh, oh man! man. <laughs> I, mean, I, but, just, I, I, I love when he's just like when we're on the when we're when we're herfing or whatever, and he's just walking like down a road, yeah. like has a cigar in his hand and yeah. got like a beer, and I'm like, where in the hell are you? Yeah, I'm in Mount Vernon, sitting in this huge 800 foot tall chair, <laughs> which he was like doing the other day. It's or JJ. going or trying try to crash someone's barbecue. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's JJ. I'm just I'm yeah. just over here. Or he's eating the free uh, Chinese at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. I haven't heard the story. What what hotel gives out free Chinese food? Oh, there's several. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what you have tonight, JJ? Oh, they had a, they had a Chinese buffet at the thing. And then I went to the, and I got a couple of beers. And now I'm smoking a, 
some high end whatever. I'm looking a purple rain after that. You want to talk about somebody who's jumped in feet first into the pool? Boy, he's got a palate. Boy, he just oh enjoys. Boy, he enjoys cigars. That, that man, I am envious of. Uh, he's, he's enjoying life. He's like, enjoying life. He, he's there. Yeah. When I grow up. I want to be JJ. He's, <laughs> he is my role model. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Oh man. He's he's one he's one of the you know I, I enjoy all those guys I think they're really cool but he he's one of those guys who you just go yeah he's got the right attitude about life he is his stories are the best his his <laughs> turtle stories are great he, I mean he's just he's just a cool guy so so if oh, you definitely. are a member of LCC which all three of us are and if you want to get in on these type of conversations right. make sure you join the Discord and yep send a, send a message to Chris or Ben yeah. They'll let you in on the and, Discord. And you'll be part of this uh, crazy family that we have now yep. all ad- been adopted into. Yep, that's true. <laughs> so where can they find you on the socials? So I go by a nickname that was given to me since junior high school. Uh, it's pronounced Fabuccino, F-A-B-U-C-H-I-N-O. And that's across all social media platforms as well as my email, which is babuchinoandgmail.com. Okay. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to email me anything anytime soon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's out there now. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I hope you get look forward to seeing Aaron's uh, penis. So uh... <laughs> Automatic spam. Yes. And, and the New York uh, fine. Uh, so what what's that website? So it's findtobaccoNYC.com. Yep. Uh, they, uh, they do a monthly, well, after things goes back to normal, hopefully, sooner the better. Uh, they do a, a once-a-month event with the premium cigar and premium spirit pairing. Uh, Matthias love his scotch. And we, we kind of expanded that into bourbon well not really bourbon but rum for sure okay uh and on the website there's between reviews blogs cigar 101 whiskey or yeah whiskey 101 as well so it's a pretty informational page and there's a lot of photos of the event on there too so you guys get to see me and a bunch of other regulars just shooting the shit in our natural habitat basically nice awesome yeah awesome yeah so everybody everybody check out all those avenues and and uh see what all he is uh talking about and read his reviews because again it's 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 nice to read a review that's not coming from the aspect of pompous ass yep (laughs) it's more about what you get out of the cigar yeah yep it's great reviews Thanks for being on. A couple oh, uh, bombs we got this week just to talk about. We yeah. got some uh, soda from uh, Cigars and Soda on uh, on Instagram. Yeah, let me make sure I, that, that his name is right. Um, I haven't posted a picture yet, but I will. Um, but yeah, we got a uh, yeah Cigars and Soda. Uh, he was you know gracious enough to I send us. Love um, his Instagram posts. He yeah. he, he, uh, he drinks. Um, uh, I would call it boutique sodas. Yeah. So, so you always have the pairing between beers and wines and spirits. He, he takes it to a different realm. It's pairings with pop 
And yeah. it's really, it's really cool to see yeah. just all these, like, again, you said like a boutique pop or soda or whatever, right. uh, which I guess yeah. I'll go soda. So I don't get made fun of even more than I was this past weekend. Yeah. Um, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so cool. So we got that. Uh, we got some other stuff coming our way. We do have some stuff going to JJ this week. Um, yeah. I got a special bomb from, uh, from JJ. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You got, Thank yeah. You, sir. Yeah. What, what did you get? Um, I got a, uh, I got an unstolen valor, Mm -hmm. um, from, uh, Saka, uh, which is just, have you smoked it? (laughs) No, uh, I'm going to, um, no, you need a special time for that. one, Right, right. No, you don't get a unicorn like that. And then just smoke smoke it on Wednesday. Right. You don't smoke that. I'm going to smoke that on a Friday when JJ and I, when 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 Kevin and JJ are are, are laying down and I'm with oh them. god and so, and so I love I love that picture yeah like every once in a while just periodically just shows up on the chat it, it does um, yeah but now they'll be the one with Mario so yeah. uh, we'll have another one but uh, no that's going to be a special occasion it was it was a tough day particularly tough day and uh, that showed up and Paula said. Wow, somebody sent you a scar. That's that's so sweet. And I and I stood there with just this huge grin on my face and she said, Is that a really nice cigar? Because she knew I'd had a rough day because yeah. I'd come down pretty emotional and sort of really frustrated. And I said, It's just it's really, really special. It's beyond For, that. It's beyond that. And it's it's a special cigar because of the scar, but at the moment it was it was a little beyond that. So Thank you, JJ. Yep. Yeah. So thanks to everybody out there who has reached out to us and has sent us some stuff. We, yep. you know, you'll never really understand how much yeah. we appreciate that. Yeah. Um, just for that is giving, 100% true. Yeah. Just for giving, you know, us two bastards a chance just to <laughs> liven no, up, liven up your crazy. day just a little bit. It's crazy. I mean, it's just, it's, it, it, yeah. Yep. All right. So again, thank you so much. Kevin, yeah, for, thanks, Kevin, for being uh, on. It's been... Thank you, guys. It's, it's been um, fun. We'll definitely do this again. Yeah, I'm humbled. Thank you. Thank no, you. No, we're, we appreciate it. Yeah. All right. So we will see everybody next week. Good. Later. Later.